Introducing the amazing iPhone XS you'll love on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. It's the perfect way to stay connected to those you heart most. Fall in love with iPhone XS on T-Mobile. And right now, trade in an eligible iPhone and you'll save $300. Visit a store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE. If you cancel service, remaining balance is due. Qualifying service and finance agreements required. $279.99 down plus 30 per month times 24. Full price $999.99. 0% APR for well-qualified buyers plus tax on full price. Allow eight weeks for rebate. Blog Talk Radio. everyone just wanted to uh, welcome everybody again to another episode of the toe-to-toe softball show the west coast show as it's been being dubbed um very excited again tonight it's gonna have pretty good pretty good busy uh, uh jam-packed episode again i mean kind of the weeks are filling up the guests are uh are lining up and 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 i'm excited to uh kind of kick it off again uh you know midweek kind of dragging by you know everybody's kind of getting the itch some finishing up league night. Some are looking forward to the weekend and playing a little tourney action, um, you know, and a uh, better way to spend uh, an hour every time kind of shooting the softball uh, breeze with a couple of guys. So, you know, want to kind of kick things off again and thank uh, Mr. Brett Palmer from Easton Sports for tuning in last week and, and being a part of the show. I mean, what a what an awesome guest that has uh, to have online and, and to be a part of it here uh for our what well, was our third week last week and uh I mean a, a Hall of Famer. I mean the guy's the guy speaks uh his name speaks for himself so it's pretty awesome to kinda of have him on and, and just kinda of can carry on the tradition of what we've been doing over the last few weeks and kinda of finding our groove and our niche and uh you know tonight's gonna to be no exception. Um I'm very excited to have um you know Carl and Ryan Daco from uh Monster Athletics gonna be joining us here shortly. Um, we're going to talk about their product line, even from the inception of uh, Monster Athletics to, you know, where we're at in 2014 and, and 15 and what's kind of coming out. I mean, I can tell you right now that just the buzz going around, um, you know, the, the the forums and the threads and out on the field is just uh, – it's it's gaining momentum for these guys. And, and they do have a, a little friggin' militia behind them. Um, true, true, a Facebook militia. I can give those guys a shout-out tonight because uh, – I was impressed to say the least of the following that these guys have, and you know it's been uh, it's been impressive, you know, and, and to watch the journey from its inception with uh, with Carl just a, you know a short time ago to kind of where it's at today has been has been awesome. It's been awesome to say the least, and I'm kind of happy to have them on tonight. You know, we'll kind of spend some time with those gentlemen, um, talk about some of the events that they're doing. They got a couple of big special things that I really want to spend some time on with them later. Uh, you know, dropping bombs for cancer. Um, You know, that's something that we'll have Carl talk a little bit more about. We'll touch a little bit on the 2014 Hall of Fame duel coming up this weekend in Florida, and then a little bit of the recap, um, 
you know, from last uh, last couple of events and, and kind of where we stand and, and what to look forward to. So, you know, um, again, thank you so much for joining in. You know, we're trying to get this thing kicked off and going in the right direction. And, um, you know, we'll run a quick commercial and do a little business there. And, and shortly after that, we will uh, we'll have uh, Carl and, and Ryan uh, from Monster Athletics uh, to join us. So, again, thanks for listening in. I encourage you to get on the on those social media sites, tweet us, Instagram us, Facebook, whatever. Get your questions in loud. We'll try to do the best we can to get through them. You can tweet us at toe-to-toe softball. That's T-O-E, the number two T-O-E softball. Same as Instagram. That's at toe-to-toe softball. You can also hit us up on Facebook, just facebook.com forward slash T2T softball. Uh, we look at all those. We answer them. We, we respond as best we possibly can, as quick as we possibly can. But send those questions over to us. You know, I also encourage any of those guys from the militia and whoever else wants to shoot the breeze and talk a little softball with uh, with our guest tonight to give us a call. Uh, call us on the studio at 347-637-3978, and uh, we'll do our best to get through the call list uh, as fast as we possibly can uh, tonight. I know it's you know, we've got some callers in hold, so we'll do the best we possibly can to get through them uh, in a timely manner. So we'll be right back after this. Hang tight. Last year we proved everybody loves a psycho. Can it get any better? It just did. This is Izzy from Team Resmondo. It's your 2014 psycho. It's straight gas. All right, we're back. Um, Corey here from Toe to Toe Softball. I am pleased to, to have my next couple of guests with me online now. Uh, we have Carl and Ryan Daco from Monster Athletics. Uh, gentlemen, are you with me tonight? Yeah, yes, Corey, sir. how are you doing? Good, good. Doing I know we're good, calling Corey. a little sep- We're calling a little bit of separate lines there, so we'll have to be careful with that. But uh, hey, gentlemen, thanks so much for uh, for calling in tonight and then spending a little bit of time with us to shoot the breeze and talk about you know, what's new and exciting. Um, Carl, I, I, I didn't even try to, to pronounce the last name, so I wouldn't butcher it up. So, you know, <laughs> bear with no, me. No worries. <laughs> no worries. But, uh, yeah, I just I was just filling in the, you know, I believe you are in the screening room while we were kind of preparing for the show, but I was kind of filling in the audience of, of really just, you know, the buzz around the town. And, and, and just I, I've been around and watched the Inceptions from the first talk in the boards to – to releasing multiple product lines now, and I'm just excited, um, you know, for you as well as for just something new, somebody up and coming, the little guy trying to to make way, um, you know, in in the business. And, uh, man, kudos right out of the gate. I'll tell you that right now. Both of you guys have worked your your, your butts off to do that. But, uh, you know, if you would, Carl, tell us a little bit um, kind of, you know, the the, the inception or the, the the conceptual idea of, why you started to, oh, you know, take this giant hurdle on and, and, and when did it kind of take place? Well, first off, um, I want to thank you for having us on here and giving us an opportunity to get to a few more people that we might not normally get to and um, also gives us a little bit of a chance to, um, you know, let people really get to know me and Ryan and, and what we're doing here. I know not uh, – not everybody knows who we are, and, and some of the people that, that have heard of us, you know, maybe I got a little bit of a, um, 
bad rap, so to speak, for, for being a little bit uh, wild and crazy. But uh, I appreciate you uh, having us on here. Getting back to your question, believe it or not, it was all uh, brought about by the economy, of all things. Um, I've been running a, a different business for about 12 years, and it just stopped being fruitful. So I was going to try to just, like a lot of people are doing these days on Facebook and whatnot, you know, just flip some bats. So that's how it all started. I, I went to do that process, and that didn't work out very well. And I just thought, you know, there's no reason why I can't make a pretty decent bat. So I literally just started thinking of what I can do. I, I looked at some of the better bats that were out there and, and tried to see what I can do that they were doing that was a positive and and uh, make sure I didn't do the things that I felt were, were bad about bats today. And uh, in about two days, I came up with the floating in a barrel concept and uh, went to work on it right away and um, sent my concept to uh, to some engineers overseas and asked if it could even be done. And it at first, they, they weren't sure that it could be, and, um, you know, they, they sent me the first prototype, and we tested it, and, you know, basically the rest is history. The product was super, um, and so, you know, it leads us to where we're at today. Well, I mean, you know, that's a huge, huge hurdle, uh, you know, with these other manufacturers out there with millions upon millions of dollars. I mean, they're basically an endless checkbook, uh, you know, for say, and you, you kind of took that uh, – you know, the bull by the horns and it hit it head on. I mean, you know, obviously with the bumps and bruises along the way, but, you know, talk to us a little bit about the floating inner barrel or the FIB technology, which, you know, you kind of brought to the forefront or, you know, I, I believe from my understanding that there was some conceptual ideas and some similar ideas back, you know, a little bit ways back, but you've, you've redefined the process. T- tell us a little bit about that. Well, I actually, um, of course, before you go out and, and take on a project like this, you really got to do your homework because you can end up doing a lot of work, spending a lot of money, and, and getting to where you want to be only to find out, oh, someone's already done this, so, you know, you're pretty much out of luck. So I had to do a lot of homework, and I did, and I researched it, and I looked back through time. You know, I'm a huge fan of Ray DeMarini. I mean, uh, my first bat I ever bought was his ultimate weapon. You know, and, and that was a great bat for a while. That kind of brought about high-performance bats, um, so to speak. And then all the thin wall bats came out from um, TPS and Easton and whatnot. But going back through the archives, looking at what had been patented already and, and what had already been done, or, or you know, a lot of people don't realize there's a lot of ideas that we never seen. So just because you don't see it or haven't seen it doesn't mean it's it's not out there that you can just run and do it. So with all that research, I looked and I saw um, a lot of patents and a lot of different bat manufacturers have made uh, multi-wall bats, you know, the double wall bat, the triple wall bat. Mm-hmm. And um, you have to try to work with that. And uh, in just a couple of days, I came up with a design, uh, the floating inner barrel. Um, and what that does, you know, people ask a lot, you know, what is floating in a barrel? Does it move from the handle to the end cap? And no, that's not what it does. It just, the way the floating in a barrel works is um, the barrel itself just, it's, a, it's a, a miniaturized version of our outer shell. It's composite, um, and it just floats on, on our foam. And, and really, uh, in a nutshell, it allows us to have the first four-wall spring effect bat, and that is, you know, when the ball hits the outer shell, it compresses into the floating inner barrel, which is not attached to anything. It just rides in there on the foam, 
and then it, it pushes the inner barrel to the backside of the outer shell, and then it, so now it's compressing. It's pushing backwards on the outer shell. It's pinching and compressing the inner barrel, which is, again, a duplicate of the outer barrel, and then it fires away. All four walls fire forward and gives a great trampoline, and also it really helps with the durability of our bat. And, you know, when we got the first prototype out, we, we hit it at first, and we are like, oh, you know, it's okay. But uh, after we got a couple hundred swings on it, we realized this was a really, really special bat. Unfortunately, that particular model that we first came out with, we used the wrong shell. It was too good of a shell. It wouldn't break, so we couldn't get it to pass testing. We, I completely re-engineered um, our shell, and so we have what we have today. It's, uh, it, it's wrapped up. Excuse me. It's wrapped very differently than what anybody else is doing, um, and uh, we're kind of proud of that as well. Not just the inner barrel, but we really like what we've done with our shell. So uh, that's that's the FIB in a nutshell. It just it was a way to get four wall spring effect uh, out of a bat, and then that hadn't been done yet. So that's that's why uh, we're having so much success right now, and people are really starting to come to Monster and talk about the floating inner barrel. We got laughed at at first, of course. You know, nobody quite understood what we were doing, but now the product's been out there for a year. Um, it's doing really well, and people really see what the floating inner barrel does as far as performance and durability. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> um, you know, with that, with that, you know, multi-wall theory or, or trampoline effect, I mean, obviously you're getting some exit speeds that are, you know, consistent and, and in the highest, you know, range possible to get them to pass, um, you know, but the durability is is, is a huge thing. And, and even with the trampoline effect, Carl, there's been no major, or I should say even with the, you know, the flexing outer shell that's trying to compress, you know, no real major issues with that so far, correct? Uh, you mean as far as uh, performance or durability? Well, I think it's kind of twofold, really. I mean, you know, look, durability is, you know, is for some secondary. Obviously, they want the hottest thing out there, and they want it to last forever. But you know, you, the durability itself with the four wall, or the, you know, the, the the amount of flex needed for the outer shell to compress into the inner shell, and you you kind of work that out. I mean, we're assuming, and 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 I'm just trying. I'm trying to you know get you to explain a little bit more about those. But yeah, um, yeah, no, no uh, big issues at this point. Uh, no, I have no problem with. Uh... Uh, getting into that a little bit deeper. Um, no, actually, uh, Corey, we've got about 3,000 ASA bats out there right now, um, and we moved that many in about a year. And um, our our product failure rate uh, is actually below 5%. Uh, of the 3,000 shells, we've actually had to replace, whether it be you know, via warranty or I've even uh, replaced some non-return stuff um, just because, I'm a blue-collar guy myself, and I hate to see someone spend a couple hundred bucks of their hard-earned money and get a bat that doesn't last, you know, what it should. Uh, and the hard part about that is I've learned not everybody's super honest about what it was they were doing when their bat broke. But um, all that aside, I think out of the, the 3,000 bats we have out there, we've taken back uh, and replaced. I believe we had uh, the numbers between 50 and 60, uh, and that's unheard of in this industry. Now, I'm sure there's been some fails that I haven't heard of, but for the most part, we have to go with what's reported. And it's been really good as far as uh, the durability goes. And 
the issues we have had is, uh, and some people can speak to this, is what we call FIB blowout. The one thing that FIB design does is um, bats are designed to be durable and, and, and to um, protect itself from a ball that's coming from outside the shell and, and pushing, putting pressure and trauma on the shell, bending it inward not so much the opposite. You know, when you hit a ball with our bat, that FIB gets pushed tremendously up against the back wall. And so the force there is really great, and and the bat's not designed for that. It's designed for the pressure coming from the other way. So when we do have a fail, it's what we call FIB blowout. It wants to blow out the back side of the bat. Interesting, and you know, thanks for taking the time to kind of express that. I mean, you know, we know you've got a, a very loyal and active following. You know, with your your militia group is is your naming them now, but I, I'm trying to you know draw out some of these questions. So again, you know, bear with me. And some of the guys listening in, hey man, we're just trying to 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 draw out some more data, get these guys familiar with it that may not be so familiar with it. They've heard about it. They've seen these bats go for astronomical amounts of money and, and doing different things. But we're trying to get them to understand, for all the listeners out there, really what the FIB is all about. Sure. Uh, no problem, Corey. One thing I'll add to this, and maybe my competitors happen might happen to be listening to this program, I can tell some of the folks, and I'm not going to mention their names, but I'll tell you guys right now, you cannot hit a low-compression ball successfully over a length of time and hole compression with a single wall design cannot be done. You've got to have a secondary hitting surface of some kind. That's that's just plain and simple, and that's how come the FIB is so successful. Um, you know, you need there to be a certain distance between the secondary hitting surface and the primary hitting surface in order to make these low compression balls go far, and we do that very well. Now, one of the one of the um, things we didn't count on. Um, from our FIB design is that, uh, and our militia could speak to this, it hits an insane number of knuckleballs. And I don't know if you've ever tried to catch a 98-mile-an-hour knuckleball, but it's very difficult. And that is because FIB stops the face short of collapsing around the ball. So basically it's like hitting a ball with a 2x4, which you're going to square up almost every single time. So you don't get a lot of spin from the FIB design. That's another interesting point, and for bringing, <laughs> thank you. I mean, a lot of people probably were like, "Man, I can never get this thing to to spin it and do whatever." So, you know, kind of getting into the the performance aspect of it, and 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 the overall testing and everything else. I would like to bring in uh, Ryan Dacko on the line now uh, with us. Now, Ryan, uh, you are with us still, correct? Yes, I'm here for it. All right, awesome. Now. Now, Ryan, for those who don't know, or is commonly known as around the softball world as just Daco, um, you know, th- this gentleman here has been with, with uh, Monster Athletics from the inception, from, from, from my knowledge, and he's been kind of their R&D guy. I mean, we're not even, I don't even know if they were giving him an official title, but man, this guy's been out in the street, beating the product up, testing it. If you ever wanted to try one out, and, and he's got it in his bag nearby, and he's there playing, he'll gladly to give it out to you. And, you know, Ryan, with with that said, I mean, you know, tell us, you know, a little bit about your role with Monster and kind of how you're fitting in and and some of the uh, – we'll get into 
a little bit about just the amount of hits, you know, the amount of hats you actually put on these things and, and your results and guys playing at the upper echelon um, from there. So without further ado, please, sir. Well, you know, Carl called me up um, when he was first starting it out and said, hey, I got this idea that I want to start, you know, a bat manufacturer. And at first I was, like, thinking of Easton DiMarini and all those big juggernauts. How are we, how are we going to compete against those guys? And you know what? I, I, want, I, I like Carl. I'm very hard-headed, and I wanted to tackle it head-on as well. So, you know, we went from there, and his idea, and, you know, he got the uh, demo bat in, and we went out to the fields, and, you know, we started uh, shaping the bat up. And, uh, you know, we came out with the monster and the floating inner barrel, and it made me a believer when I saw what it can do with the uh, with the hot dot. It just uh, it shoots off. It shoots the ball off. It, uh, the, exit, the exit speed now also with our 14s is tremendous, and it, it you you got to have this bat in your bag, you know, if you want to play ASA and be be at the top notch with the bat. And um, my my very first monster that I had actually lasted me about 3,000 swings, which I have not got out of any bat. And you guys might think that I'm being dramatic, but it really did. It's still in my room, and you know I'm, I'm gonna keep that bat forever. And uh, you know these, these bats are lasting me, you know, a good 2,000 swings right around there. So, so you know, it, 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 sorry, Redacco. Like when we talk about the this limited number of swings and whatnot, are we having a full blown you know failure? I mean, obviously, you know, two thousand swings on a, on a on a stick is is astronomical. And and for those that don't know, I mean, uh, and Daco's has played you know he's got a pretty good pedigree to go along with with what he's speaking about. And and we'll get into more about that. But you got a guy that's a big big strong kid, and uh, and can hit for power, can hit for average. And for those who don't know him or see him out on the field, I mean, the guy can the guy can hit the damn ball. Let's be frank. And and for somebody with his size and stature to be getting these swings the last, you know, two thousand, three thousand uh, swings is is pretty damn awesome. Are we having a full blown failure at that time, like the blowout that we're talking about? Or are we just you know are we splitting the outer shell? Yeah, we're we're having we're having a blowout when it, when it comes to that that point right there. I mean, you, you can feel the bat from from the break in. You can hear the sound of the break in. You can. It's just you, you see everything develop in the bat. You you see it. You feel it. You can see the performance. You know. You can just you can feel everything that happens with that bat. And and what I really like about that bat, you know, from from opening it up out of the wrapper, I like to go out to the fields and I, I do the BP. I, I like to feel my bat. I like to break in my bat. So. From there, you know, if you follow our rules that we have set for you guys, the more like the guidelines, you know, these bats will be great bats for you, the customers that, that buy them. Absolutely. You know, one thing I can tell you firsthand is, is I did purchase a monster. I had one of the very, very, very first ones out with the labeled serial numbers and, and, and all of it. I, 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 I got it, um, you know, from then on, you can literally, like you're saying, hear the sound of that floating inner barrel change as you hit um, to where before when you, you know, you tap it, you really couldn't feel it um, to where you tap it on your cleat. After about 100 swings, you can start hearing that rattle. Um, right. And, and then right. the, the, the performance itself is, is astronomical. You know, with that being said, you know, with the ASA provided bat event we had, uh, you know, two weeks ago or whatnot, um, the Bat Wars essentially is what it's replaced on the Manufacturer's Challenge 
um, you guys were kind enough to, um, you know, put the 2014 uh, Boogeyman in, in rotation out there. And, and I can tell you, um, you know, being behind the dish um, throughout that tournament, you can hear the, the sound difference and, and watch the exit speeds coming off of those. And it was cracking me up when you guys did talk about the knuckleballs because, my goodness, there were some sick creatures that were just darting left and right in the outfield. But, yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's the performance is definitely there. You know, so Carl and and, and Daco, how many how many um, I don't want to call them product line or skew lines have you released so far from us? You got the original white and blue, you got into the um, the new version of the monster, the green and blue, right? With and the LC version. But tell us how many you released or and what's going to be coming down the pipeline. Well, um, getting back to the original monster from last year. Um, which brought upon the 14 line. The, the one of the things that became um, obvious was that in 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 my um, efforts to make sure we put forth a good durable product, I had every big beast I could find swing this thing, and the bat performed great and it lasted a long time. The one thing I failed to do was to have your regular guy swing it. So we got all these reviews and, and um, uh, from the durability and performance from these big mashers, and forgot the little guys. So when, when we got finally got the bats moving out the doors, and they got into the regular league night Johnny, you know we had some some guys that say, yeah, you know what? I tried the monster bat, and I, my buddies hit it a mile, but I couldn't, and I, I don't know what the deal is. Well, we found out that the slower swing speeds could not get the trampoline from the floating in a barrel. And, um, you know, it was a good bat. It was a good bat for those guys, but it wasn't as good as some of my competitors' bats. And I'll, I'll be, uh, I have no problem with mentioning some names. I mean, our, our white monster for your regular average league night guy was not as a good a bat for those people as, say, the, the Z-line from TPS and pretty much almost all the line from, from D Marini, you know, it was, uh, it just wasn't the same bat for most of your regular players. And that's what brought about the 14 lineup. And with the 14 lineup, we made a, uh, a change to the FIB. We didn't change the shell at all. Uh, we made a change to the FIB and just that little change, uh, made a significant, uh, increase in performance for the regular Joe guy that's out there playing league night and, and the lower end of the tournaments and so now um, everybody's starting to uh, uh, get a chance to see what, what we're bringing to the table because the 14 lineup is that much better than our white bat was last year. It just really is. From swing one, there's a, a noticeable performance difference. And so with the 14 lineup, we wanted to introduce a one-piece. Uh, we've been working on it for quite a while. People don't quite understand the the certification process is not just, you know, you, you call ASA and say, hey, I've got a bat, and I'm, you know, this is what I want to do. It's a process, and you test it, and all the manufacturers try to make a bat to the absolute uh, maximum that they can, you know, ride that line of, you know, pass-fail. And uh, so it's difficult, and, and it takes time to, to dial your bats in. But we got the, the one-piece boogeyman out. That's doing really, really, really well. That's your, you know, I heard you make mention of the prices on some of these things. It is pretty crazy for me. You know, I would encourage everybody just be patient. You know, um, 
we're putting out as many as we can. No need to pay these crazy prices that you're seeing on 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 some of the threads and whatnot. But uh, we also launched the new uh, LC versions, which is you know it's our it's our design for low compression balls only. And the reason why we say that is it's not because it really performs better than the regular floating inner barrel bats, but we wanted to. Uh, give people a bat that breaks in quicker for these low compression balls. So basically the the shell is hotter on the LCs, and that's it. The exit speed and whatnot is really, really similar because our FIB really is what hits the ball. It's not the shell. And uh, we also um, improved upon the uh, 13 months, then we got the new 14 months, and we're trying to make it a little wild and crazy. Our graphics still aren't quite there um, and it's not anything we're doing. Our manufacturer just doesn't have the capability to make these really wild and crazy um, and sweet-looking bats yet as far as the graphics go, so we're limited there. But uh, So we got the 14 Monster, and then we decided to make a bat that doesn't have the floating in a barrel because not everybody's a fan of that. And, and the reason being is, for those of you who have tried the, the floating in a barrel bats from Monster, um, the swing weight is very difficult to get used to. I've seen some really good hitters, some really good ball players, A, B, um, and above that, really struggle to get the ball on the sweet spot of the bat because that darn FIB, you know, is two ounces sitting in a sweet spot, and that's a 26, and it's three ounces for a 27, and, you know, it goes up from there. But it has tendency to drag the bat through the hitting zone, and a lot of you guys can, can relate to this. With the Monza, your first 50 swings, you know, the the end cap and the hands are tore up and the barrel's brand new, you know, because it just causes those mishits. You just have to be patient. And uh, so we, we came out with the Black Widow, and it's a uh, really good bat. It's a really hot bat. It's it's really for the non-low compression balls, like your 44-375s or 4400s but it's more geared for guys like me. <laughs> I'll be the first to admit I'm not a superstar on the ball field. I don't have a lot of swing speed. Uh, I swing like a girl. It is what it is. Um, so I made the Black Widow uh, for the low swing speed people, and it's a great bat. It's my favorite bat that I have. Um, you know, I hit. I jokingly say I hit 230 foot bombs with that thing. So I'm happy with it. Nice. Now, <laughs> now, Carl, are you making the? the low compression models of each line, like a low compression boogeyman. Um, and obviously you already talked about the monster, but are you making one, an LC version of the boogeyman? Or is that kind of the way that one's built and put together? It's, it's already in um, uh, pre-order and it'll be out in June. And that will be the best bat that we make for low compression balls. Super hot from the get go. I, 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 I say it's fire from the start and turns to lava after you know so many swings it just it's ridiculous bat um we put it up against the best bats that are out there and uh you know it, it i'll just say this it holds its own without question um and so it, it is coming and we have many 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 more bats coming um you know now that you mentioned that um we have some some really 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 special stuff coming down the line um, that we're working on for later this year. And I'm really, really excited and proud about that. I've, I've got the second-generation FIB that's been built, and we've been out testing. 
and it's amazing. I mean, it's amazing. Wow. Um, and we know it's good because we already got it to pass. It's already been in and been certified. So we can't wait to launch that. And that's uh, you're, that's you're a already, bad... you're already planting the seeds. <laughs> well, we have to. You yeah. know, one thing that that um, that we're going to be known for, because um, uh, I, I have a philosophy, and it's real simple. If you're not getting better, you're getting worse. And if you think about that for a second, you understand that concept. You know, it, I, it's, you, we're not resting on our laurels. So we're going to be known for really innovative, outside-the-box thinking products, and especially the ones we got coming in the next year are just going to really blow away the bat world. It just is. You know, people have a tendency to say I'm a little bit arrogant or conceited, and that's not it at all. The fact is that what we're working on now is really incredible, and, and it's groundbreaking for, for the bat world. Wow, it's uh, an interesting little tease, and it never ceases to amaze me. It seems like every single time we run the show, there's always some new little little trick or caveat of what's coming down the pipeline. And, and great, Carl, now I'm going to have to, you know, get another toy for the for the bag and, and see what we've got in there next. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it really is. I mean, it kind of speaks volumes of really what you guys are doing, you know, being the little guy. Um, essentially trying to take on, you know, compete. And, and, and after our kind of conversation earlier this afternoon, kind of prepping for the for the, for the the show tonight, you know, and I said, you know, you've really got a neat little, and I hate to use the word, but it's kind of like a boutique-ish kind of feel that, like, you know, we don't have any uh, major distributors yet. You're doing everything in-house, you know, as far as assembly and, and marketing and selling and customer service. Everything is done with you guys in-house. So you've got you, – your hands are on it completely. Um, some of the questions that are coming through right now through the social media guys is, um, you know, one is, are you guys officially using reps now to kind of push your product? If somebody's interested in the rep, how would they go about pursuing that? Can you kind of shed a little light on that? Yeah, I'll be more than happy to show to shed some light on this. Being a rep for Monta is probably the worst bat company you can possibly rep for because honestly, the guys don't get anything. I mean, um, I make every rep. I, I get. PM'd and, and, and text and um, emailed all day long about the rep position, and I tell everybody the same thing, and my reps, if they call in, can tell you, absolutely, I'm a bit of a hard ass about it, but I say, look, if you want a rep monster, here's how it works. You go to our website, you buy a bat, you put several hundred swings on it, and then you call me back, and we can talk, and it's a process with me. i gotta I got to fill people out and make sure that I don't have, you know, a douchebag on the other end trying to get a free bat out of me. And uh, so it's a process. Um, but we we do have some reps, probably a dozen, I think, is, is really close to the number we have. And these guys are hardcore, um, really committed because, again, they don't get anything. They have to buy their bats. And um, after they buy the first bat and and they decide, yes, they, they do love the product, they want to stay on board, then all they get for it is they get some free gear, and they can buy, they can now get their bats at my cost and we'll replace their bats forever as long as they continue to move product, you know. And, and they don't get to keep product, by the way. We're probably the only bat company that won't give their reps product. Their bat is their tool, and they take that tool to the yard and they let people swing it and we'll replace it if they blow up. And, and that's how it works. So it's really, it's not a fun thing to be a rep for Monta. These people are doing it just because. They're hardcore. They like the uh, the blue collar approach that Monster has. They they love the product. They they love the innovations. 
that we come to the table with, and that's really it. I mean, it's it's uh, I'm probably steering a lot of people away from from wanting to be a rep right now, but it is what it is. I mean, it's not a, a glorious position by any stretch, and I'm sure they'll they'll tell you that. Yeah, it's tough, and and you know, my reputation is to be a bit of a hard ass, and I'm the same way with them. You know, uh, they'll they'll try to see how far they can can go with me and and i'm real steadfast about stuff so yes in answer to your question we do have some reps we are just now this week um starting to sign up dealers we have not gone to any of the the, the, you know the big house stores or anything like that to to get with them yet and the only reason why is uh, we had one particular entity we'll say um banned me from from their forums and it was simply a misunderstanding. Um, they wanted to sell my product, but I, I told them, you know, that I, I really wasn't interested right now. And I should have explained that better to them. We just, as you can see, Corey, we we can't supply the website, let alone no. try to try to you know um, take care of and service and and support uh, uh, 50 dealers or 100 dealers who might need 10 to 20 to 50 to 100 bats. We would, it would be more of a mess, and it would cause more problems for everybody involved than it would be beneficial. So, I, you know, that was really the reasoning behind that other um, entity, you know, why I didn't want to go that route yet. And they took it as me being arrogant or pompous or whatnot, and that really isn't the case. It's just when we're confident that we can support those dealers we have no problem with going that direction. We just don't want to cause problems for anybody and, and make it make it a bad situation. Well, I mean, right. and again, it's a double-edged sword for both you and, and Daco. You know, it's, it's you guys are in the forefront, okay? If, if you guys call in, you know, to Monster Athletics tomorrow, they're going to get you or, or, or Daco, and, and, and you guys are the face, the name, the brand of what's going on. So it's, you know, I can see you trying to, you know, say avoid. You're not, if you're not ready, to, you know, the growing pains was one thing, but to willingly step foot in something you can't keep up from, uh, keep up with, then it's going to be a, it's going to be an issue. So, you know, I mean, it's going to be a give and take at times, and, and I see you guys getting there, and I can tell you, you know, I, I follow you guys uh, obviously on the social media sites, and, and we chat at the ball fields and whatnot. Just keeping up to, to date with stock and inventory is a difficult task not just because of just the supply and demand, but I'm sure it has to come down to, look, you guys, you got bills to pay, you need a bankroll, and if you're doing it out of your own pocket, uh, you, know, you know, who has the six figures to sit on a shelf uh, and, and wait? You know, not everybody can do that. You know, you have to go in spurts with cash flow allows, so it's understandable, guys. You know, and then those guys that are listening in, you know, sometimes cut people some slack. You know, there's things that some things get misconstrued and some things are conveyed improperly, but know where their their heart and their loyalty and the dedication lies, um, you know, in the long run. And that's kind of what you'll see. And it'll be exposed sooner or later if somebody's pulling your leg or being fraudulent. But, you know, overall, I think both these guys, um, you know, and God knows Daco's been in the friggin' firing line from the, you know, from the get-go, man. And, 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 you know, and that could talk, talk a little bit about your pedigree, if you will, and your softball experience. How long have you been playing the game? Where do you play? You know, who have you played with and whatnot? So, yeah, um, 
you know, and, and to, you know, go further with Carl, you know, with the rep program, we don't have thousands and thousands of bats, you know, that are just sitting in our shop that we can just send out to people to try out, you know, and that we, we want to get there and we will get there, you know, down the road, but, you know, we, we just can't be sending out bats. You know, the bats that we get in, me and Carl are in there in the morning, you know, till 6 o'clock at night, you know, building these bats for, you know, the customers that, that paid. And, you know, we take pride in that. We take pride in, you know, building the bats in, in the shop and sending them out. And it's a very it's a very humbling experience, you know, when you're in the shop and you're building the bats and sending them out to the customers. And, and they receive them and, and they put pictures of, of them with their bats. And, and they're really excited. And that's what keeps us motivated in the shop. And, you know, to go on with your question, you know, I, I, play, um, I played softball for about about three years now. And I, I started, you know, I played baseball. I played at University of Massachusetts and uh, transferred to a local um, college, uh, Cal State San Bernardino. I played baseball there. And then, you know, I came out of there, and I, I was horrible. I was like, what is this game? Did the ball come in slow? It's at an arc. And so um, Chuck Schimmels actually took me under his wing, and uh, he taught me how to, how to hit a slow-pitch softball. He, uh, and, and also Archie. Um, he taught me how to hit a softball, and, you know, it, it's a different swing. It's a, it's a different fill. You know, you have to chop down. You have to create backspin. Um, and then from there, you know, I, I went up the uh, up the ranks. I went from E. I played uh, Hustlers with them. They're a local team. I went to a, a D team. And then from there, I went to uh, C's. And uh, now I play with Tats and Bat, um, ran by Ed Chen. You know, he, he's a uh, he's a great coach, you know, great team, great chemistry. And, uh, you know, Carl was generous enough to, uh, you know, sponsor that team. And we are uh, – we, we swing the bats in, in every ASA tournament. We love the bats. Um, for me, specifically, my favorite bat is the uh, the boogeyman that we have out there right now. It's a very forgiving bat. It shoots, uh, shoots the ball off well. And, you know, if you take your time out on the field, you know, you can – create the uh the backspin that you that you desire with the bat it's just a different feel a little bit different feel and um i mean i play locally i play all around um southern california um at paris bigly dreams mariloma bigly dreams sometimes west covina chino vlds and um I, I go out there mainly for for people to uh ask me questions and i i will give them you know, the feedback that they need, asking about the monster bats. And I will stay around. So if you guys are listening, um, if you guys want to uh, swing one of the bats, if it's in my bag, I will stay two, three hours after for you guys to swing the bats. Yeah, I'd like so. to comment on that. I don't know if I'm, I'm back in or not, but um, you, got you. You, you still got me? Yes, yeah, go ahead. Corey. Yep. Okay. Um, what What a lot of people don't know is when we started doing this, two years ago, and I asked Ryan to, to, to come aboard and, and help me uh, promote this and, and swing the bat and give me feedback and whatnot. We had, he got so much grief. And, and only, you know, Ryan wasn't the only person who had an opportunity that he's taken advantage of. I had a lot of friends who started with me and, and fell off the face of the earth after a week or two, you know. Ryan has been there for uh, two years now, and he has taken tremendous grief at the ball field. In the very beginning, people thought, like a lot of other people, 
what a joke. These guys have no clue what they're doing. How could they possibly make a bat that's any good that anybody would ever want? You know, um, just just being mocked. And uh, uh, to, to Ryan's credit, the guy stuck with it, and he, he didn't get in any fights. Be myself, how to rip somebody's head off, or at least attempted to over and over again. So I, I try not to go to the ball fields locally during that time period because I'm just a little fireball. And, uh, you know, I'm an okay softball player. I was when I was younger, much better. Um, well, I, I'm actually far more physical guy. Uh, I'm a state champion wrestler, uh, a, a boxer when I was young. I like to fight. I'm not a very big guy, but uh, I got a little bit of the Napoleon thing going on. So I, I you know, that's just me. But <laughs> Daco's got the right temperament to do what he's doing, and, and he's the only person I know of that could have made it through all that harassments, uh, all the harassments and, and the mocking and and ridiculing that he took while he went out for the last two years and, and swung our bats and wore the monster gear all over the place and, and the beatings he took, and he stayed with it, and he's going to reap the benefits. And, 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 you know, I'd like to just tell him thanks uh, a ton yeah. for believing in what we were doing and believing in me and sticking it out because it was not pretty. I mean, the, the it was just not pretty. He took yeah. quite quite a beating here locally. But uh, look where he's at now. You know, we're we're both doing very well. We're, uh, you know, we're on the upward trend for sure. And we haven't even been able to get to you guys the really good stuff. You know, I'll let Ryan talk about the bat we're working on right now. We got the uh, the first mock-ups for it today, and it is it's really going to be something else. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna end there and let Ryan talk about the bat that uh, I had. The you know the, the design and concept is all me. But I didn't know how to package it, and Ryan came up with with uh, naming the bat and and the concept for the graphics and everything else. So I'll let him talk about it. Go ahead, Ryan. All right. Yeah. Um, you know, thank you again, Carl, for you know giving me an opportunity. You know, to to be on board with Monster. Um, you know, you, like you said, you could have picked any of the other guys, and you know, I, I was one of the guys who got a call. And once you once you stick with a product and you see the development and the growth from a product, you know, it can be any bat that, that you see and you feel and you keep swinging and you're like, you, you grow onto it almost like it's your own baby. And, you know, that, that's that's how it, it, it happened. You know, Carl called me and I, I really believe in the product and I love it and I still do. And, uh, you know, I, I will swing a monster bat over any other bat for ASA. And, you know, once we, if we can get into U-Trip, you know, I'll, I'll, swing, I'll swing monster all the time. I, I love it. I love the product and, I love where it's going, but for the um, the new Ryan, the did new you just mention, that, Ryan, yeah. did, you just, did you just mention somebody we don't talk about? <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, yeah, I shame did. on you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> don't but, worry. I'm uh, sure you guys will hug it out at the shop tomorrow, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but with, <laughs> We're just kidding. You know, we're, we're hoping for our chance, and I'll let Ryan get back on, on his subject in a second, but we're hoping for our chance with – with uh, USSA, uh, we, we're, it's frustrating. I'll tell you that, and a lot of people want to know why we don't have a USSA bat and, and whatnot. The truth of the matter is we do. We have very good ones. But it doesn't do any good if we're not invited to the dance, you know, and that seems to be the issue. We, we're not exactly sure what the deal is. I mean, we've been told some things, but we have also hear other things, and we're not sure. We're going to give it another try this year. We're going to send in our paperwork and and hope for the best. But uh, 
believe me, we want nothing more than to have a monster UFSA bat out there, or two, or 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 three, or four, um, and we'll do everything we can. Um, but again, it's really out of our hands um, whether or not it happens. We we do we've met every single requirement from UFSA the last two attempts, and still ended up nowhere. So that that's where we're at with UTRIP. But I'll let well, Ryan get back yeah. to. You know, I mean, guys, you know, before we kind of go to another subject, Ryan, I, I don't mean to kind of cut yeah, you off in between, ahead. but I, I, you know, we, you know, we've got listeners all over the, all over the country, all over the world. You know, we've had callers from Africa and, and everywhere else and, and, and Germany and whatnot, but you know, guys, I don't want it to come across that it's, that it's conveyed in a negative way or whatnot. You know, I'm sure there's going to be a way to work this out there, whether it's uh, monetary or or what it's not. So I, I'm really, you know, guys, and especially your militia and everything else, and I know you guys are listening in because I'm checking Facebook. I'm seeing some issues here and there, and I'm checking the tweet, tweets. You know, get out there. Get these guys marching in the right direction with, you know, cool, calm, cool heads, and I'm sure they're going to prevail sooner or later if the things line up properly and, 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 and just just essentially, you know, do it with a business mind, you know, and I think I think I think we'll get there. Uh, you're going to get to a point where it's going to be too big to not uh, accept or recognize it. Um, you know, you know the old saying, you know, sandbox and whatnot. But you know, uh, but again, there's going to you've gained so much momentum in the last you know 12 to you know 18 months that what's going to happen in the next 24 to 36 months where you've got 10,000 you know SKUs out in the public hands only in ASA and it's it's such a high demand there's going to have to be a time and that paradigm shift is going to have to change sooner or, you know, or later. And let's hope for your guys' sake that it's sooner than later. So, you know. Well, Corey, we're hoping that um, one of the things that's been said to me, and I I actually believe there's validity in this, is that, you know, they've experienced some pretty uh, bad stuff with what they call the garage builder. And, and I get that, you know, that they said that, look, we've had these fly-by-nights come in, drop off a bunch of dirty bats, and leave us high and dry to deal with, with uh, you know, the aftermath, so to speak. And I understand that. So I'm hoping now that um, after two years of being uh, in the industry and and no issues whatsoever with anything, we've not had uh, uh, any problems with bats or, or customers or associations, um, you know, the, the quality of the product speaks for itself and will only get better as, as we get more familiar with how everything works overseas. Um, you know, I'm hoping that, that that means something to them and, and they at least give us a try. You know, the one thing that they have to remember is if they're worried about that, we're only putting out a few hundred of each model with each batch. So for us to, to, to pump out a couple hundred hot bats, you know, so to speak, that would make no sense because I'm into this before I got the first bat to market. I was six figures into this. So if I could only get a few hundred bats in at a time and I've got a, it six figures into it, then the math doesn't jive. You know, I'm going to get myself in trouble and get myself, uh, you know, in a situation where I'll never be allowed in. So hopefully what we've done to date will will count for something in our next uh, negotiations and we can get past this and, and Monster can get their U-trip bats out there on the field for the militia. Yeah. You know, and again, 
um, you know, kind of stay on point. You know, we we do have, let's just say, we do have some regular listeners that are very well known in the industry um, that are with those organizations um, that are higher up in an organization off of the field. So I'm really hoping they're going to take notice and listen to kind of what we're doing as a group, uh, you know, with the show and everything else. But then really when they listen to these shows, take into consideration the sincerity. And, and, and but that's why I wanted you on here, uh, you both on here, so to really kind of voice where your plans are, what you're going. And, and, look, you're in it for the long haul. You know, I mean, let's just say Daco's got a good 10 years to ride this out minimum because of the beatings he took. Um, on social media and forums and everything else, let alone, I mean, literally getting heckled because of what he was doing. And the damn guy stood there day in and day out in front of everybody and performed, not just the product as well as him. And they were kind of one and the same. And I don't mean to loop you, lump you together with Daco with that, but it says a lot that, you know, if, if, if it's an extension of you is essentially what it is. I mean, you did start this thing with, you know, from the, you've been at the, at the conception stage, and now you're you're there. I mean, and let's hope it's just going to keep going from there. So, you know, with that, I don't mean to – we kind of got off point a little bit there, but with that being said, you know, I kind of would like to let you get back, you know, with where yeah. you're headed at, you know. And, I, I'm by the way, I'm pretty sure Ed's listening in, like, you know, from Tats and Bats. I'm going to charge that guy. That guy's got so <laughs> many plugs, um, you know, and love. Uh, you know, it's come on, man. Ed, it, next time you see us out there, you better be in the stands for us one time for crying out loud. <laughs> hey, I picked Ed. Uh, you know what? I picked Tats and Bats. A lot of people think I'm sponsoring Tats and Bats because Ryan plays on the team. And that's not true at all. Tats, I love Tats and Bats. Those guys have been around here locally. They started in the E division. And uh, um, they they play the game right. You know, they don't get out there and, and get disrespectful. They play it hard. They're a great bunch of guys. Come on, Tats and Bats is their name. How cool is that? That goes right with, you know, we're the rebel of the softball industry. And, and uh, I just I just really dig what Tats and Bats stands for. And, and Ed's a, a class act. He's been running a great team for several years locally. And that's why they got a sponsorship from Monster. And uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll stick with Ed until he stops putting teams together. I think Ed's a great guy, and uh, that's why they got the sponsorship. So I have nothing but uh, great respect and admiration for Ed and all the guys at Tats and Bats. You know, I go out there, Ryan will tell you, I go out there whenever they play ASA. I don't go when they play the other association, but when they play ASA, I'm out there pretty much from start to finish if I can be. You know, I I drag my my wife around, and that poor thing has been to thousands and thousands of softball games and tournaments. Um... So I stay out there as long as I can, but I love to sit out at the ballpark and watch those guys play. It's really, really fun. So, yeah, for sure. You know, they are a great group of guys. You know, I've been blessed to to share the field with them while they're not, their whole team's not playing, but just be there and watch and observe. And it's definitely, you know, a model um, for these teams up and coming wanting to know. they uh, You know, I can't tell you, we get so much, you know, emails and tweets and whatnot. Hey, how do you guys get to where you guys were? And how do you guys do it? You know, it starts from the foundation. It starts from the leader and it works its way out from there. And you've got to have people to buy into your system and your program and, you know, essentially drink the Kool-Aid, pardon the pun, but of what you're trying to do and accomplish rather than not just on the field, but off the field in the antics. You know, it's paramount. Um, Absolutely. 
you know, and that's that's something that we pride ourselves. You know, I think we got a pretty cool name too, Carl. But you know, we'll we'll leave that be for right now. But uh, <laughs> you know, I want I want to give you guys another second to plug too. Um, where can where can they follow you? Where can they follow you on social media? Contact you? Let's make sure we get that plug in now before we get um, you know cut off here. Uh, from the well, live feed, we will continue into the into the recorded session because we are going to carry it over a little bit. But I want the live feed listeners to get out there right now and get some get some data. Well, um, you know, we've grown to where we are um, kind of by accident. Um, you know, over a year ago, most people will tell you we had like maybe ninety followers on our Facebook page, and and again, we couldn't afford to use our resources to to pay somebody to help promote or to advertise. So I used the hell out of Facebook a year ago, and it, it, the way we grew was was a little comical, or maybe a lot comical. Um, it was a, we were a bit of a circus act uh, a year ago. At least I was. I was a raving maniac, and we literally had people come to our Facebook page just because somebody else said, "Dude, you got to check out this Carl guy from Monster. Oh my God, he's blowing up. He's cussing people out." And so people would flock to our Facebook page just to be entertained and read these. Oh threads and posts that would go on. I have a tendency to lose that's it sometimes. But, yeah, <laughs> well, you know, it is what it right is. Now, guys, so, that's a um, 100% true story. That Facebook it was like, is where you can shit. His fuse is lit, boys. Let's sit back and grab your cold one and watch the afternoon episodes unfold, you know. I mean, it, <laughs> but, again, that's because that's I know you are so passionate about it, Carl, and, and, and some things, you know, Words get you know misconstrued and, and taken out of context, and you, you you damn you can't you're damned if you do, damned if you don't because of social media. You can't get your word across, and trying to get it out in an email rather than a verbal you know forum. But you know, hey, tell these guys where they can follow you: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. How can they follow the man, the myth, the legend, Ryan Daco himself? Tell us how oh. to keep up with you guys before they cut us off. Well, uh, uh, Facebook, of course. Uh, I'm going to let Ryan get and do all the Twitter stuff. Uh, you know, I'm pretty much a moron when it comes to this new technology. Uh, if it's not a mechanical device, I, I struggle with it. So we'll let Ryan uh, do the Twitter and stuff. But uh, Facebook is the best place to go for up-to-date information. Yeah, on uh, on Facebook, you can follow us on Monster Athletics. Um, we have our own page on there. And then, you know, if you like the product, you can go to uh, Monster Militia. And um, I'm pretty sure you can be added by the admin or on that page. Um, you know, we're open to followers on there. You know, talk about, you know, your bat. You know, how do you guys do with it? You know, feel. We're open to, uh, you know, open criticism. Whatever you got to say about the bat, good or bad. No one helps us out. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, it's cracking me up right now. While, while you guys are giving plugs, I'm watching the streaming feeds here um, through Facebook, and I'm watching people. Uh, you know, just keep adding. I'm just seeing, I literally saw two or three just as we're speaking adding you guys. Oh, so-and-so likes, um, you know, uh, Monster Athletics. I mean, Manuel Ferreira out of uh, out of uh, Florida plugging in and, and, and liking you guys on there. So, you know, I know we're going to run a little bit over, guys. I hope you guys don't mind sticking around. Uh, for those live listeners, you know, I'm sorry. We're gonna they they drop it after one hour. We're gonna keep going for a few minutes. I'm gonna keep these guys uh, in my pocket for a few minutes, and I they got some awesome things coming up that I really want to get to. And I'm I'm encouraging you, uh, you know, live listeners to get immediately over to the iTunes and, and listen there, because Carl Carl's got a great little program 
that uh, I believe it's called Dropping Bombs on Cancer. Is that correct, Carl? And I want you to talk a little bit about. Yes, absolutely. It, it, uh, what we're doing is we're taking 10 uh, bats from each model this year, from all the 14s, we're painting them gold and putting the standard graphics on there, and we're holding it up for auction to the highest bidder. And all proceeds, uh, I'm not talking about all profits, but all proceeds, we're donating the bats. We also give the person who wins a, a, a bat just like it, but regular, so they can actually swing it. Because these, these gold bats, these people, our, our militia, our followers, they're going deep into their pockets. I mean, these bats are auctioning off for $1,300, and it's all for a good cause. We're, we're donating all the money to the LLS, uh, the uh, Leukemia Lymphoma Society, um, you know, we've all had somebody that's that's been affected in some way from cancer. And, and for me, my mom passed away at 46 from lymphoma. And for my wife, her sister Cindy is a leukemia survivor. So, you know, it, it, it touches us directly. So we just thought, well, let's see if we can use our, our, our fan base and, and whatnot and uh, see if we can help in this fight and i'll tell you what they have stepped up and we've we've auctioned off five bats we've got just about five thousand dollars that's going to be going to lls we got five more gold boogeymen that are going out again they get two actually get two bats they get a gold boogeyman which is only 10 of these made period 10 in, in existence of each model of the boogeyman the monster lc the monster and, and the black widow so we're going to give all proceeds and hoping, you know, hopefully, you're talking about 40 bats for the year, hopefully we can cut a check for almost $40,000 to them people. And that's got to help. And, and it's not us because all we're doing is putting up the equipment, but our, our fan base, the militia, going deep in their pockets for a good cause. And, and that's what we're doing, and we're calling it dropping bombs on cancer. That's awesome, Carl. I mean, again, that goes back, and I talk about this on occasion on the show here, to a reflection of really where your heart's at and what you're trying to do, you know. And, and, it's, and it's bigger than the game itself. And, and, and you know, Dak, we spent some time at the, at the Las Vegas, um, you know, conference opener, and you got to kind of yeah. get a little bit more into what I'm all about. And, and, and that's one of the reasons why, again, why I, I wanted you guys on the show, because it's bigger than the game itself. What you do off the field is a byproduct of how you are off of the field. And, and it's, right. it's important to me to stress that because it's our mission statement as toe-to-toe softball and what we're all about and, and why I'm passionate about certain things or what you do. It's an avenue to draw in a, a, um, an audience to then follow you in your life's journey, you know, of, of what your mission may be of helping others or giving back to the community. And the list goes on and on and on of what we're really into. And, and you know, Again, man, big big thumbs up to that. You know, how can guys follow you, or how do they go about bidding on these bats? Tell us a little bit more detail of, of where to look for this stuff. Well, we we were doing on Fridays, but we realized they were ending up at like eight o'clock at night on a Saturday, and a lot of people were still at, at tournaments and playing ball, or maybe out with their wives or family or whatnot. So now we're starting it on a Saturday. It's five o'clock. I'm sorry, uh, eight o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Saturdays the auction starts and it goes till eight o'clock Pacific Standard Time Sunday evening and it's just it's real simple you go on our Facebook everything is is um, above board you can see the bid in front of you 
Um, you bid whatever it is that that uh, that you're comfortable and can afford with and can afford. Um, and then, you know, at the end of the 24 hours, the winner's right there in front of everybody. There's no weird stuff or nobody's going to feel like, you, you know, someone pumping up the price on them or anything like that. And it's pretty much it. Just write to our Facebook page, Monster Athletics on Facebook. And uh, if you want to jump in and, and uh, uh, donate some money for a great cause, you can. If not, no worries. Just kick back and enjoy. And some of those threads get pretty entertaining as well. So, um, yeah, just come to Monster Athletics on uh, Saturday evening. It'll get started. You have 24 hours. And, and the high bid at the end of the 24 hours takes home uh, a, gold, a gold bat. In this particular case, it's boogeyman right now. But they also get a regular boogeyman to swing on the ball field. We give them all kinds of swag. And uh, we really hook them up because we appreciate that they're going deep in their pockets for a good cause. That's awesome. You know, it, it, it just speaks volumes here, and I'm going to kind of get on another little point here while we're – I'm sitting here in front of the computer and I'm watching the social media buzz and whatnot, you know, uh, from Facebook especially. Guys, I, I can't stress this enough. If the show or when the show gets cut off at one hour, it's just the allotment is what I pay for for live radio feed. The show that we're on now and recorded episode is, is downloadable. It's the same exact link as what we were using today. You can download it. You just click it. It'll, it'll start playing from the get-go after it goes through a little commercial or whatever. From there, you could also I'm, – I'm, I'm, I never thought in a million years would be there, but you can also go to iTunes, search, you know, toe-to-toe softball, and every single episode that we have is on there for your download. You can actually automatically subscribe to the podcast. I want to make sure people don't miss this stuff that we're talking about, you know, guys, because it's important. You know, guys, uh, I'm looking right now, uh, and I'm going to give a couple shout-outs to them right now. Uh, Rudy Lana from the Minnesota said, hey, guys, you guys are doing great. You know, uh, Jason uh, Garnad, um, if I'm getting uh, militia guy, you know, so we're touching these people, and I want to stress it to them, and I want to make sure you guys know to share with them. You know, there's good data that we're missing um, that is just going into the record mode. It'll be in the archive episode as little as just minutes after we finish. So it's important that we stress that out uh, out there well, today. Absolutely. They haven't heard some of the, the other stuff, too. I know a lot of people are really interested in, in the new technologies and stuff we got coming out. Uh, I got, I, you know, I, I always do this. I tease the hell out of the whole the whole softball world, but I got one, one can't even call it a word. That's all I'll say. That drives people crazy on our Facebook. That, of course, is oh reference God. to the GOAT. The GOAT. Acronym, greatest of all time. And that thing is badass. That's all I'll say. That the goat will will uh, set performance records as far as distance, durability. It, it, it's just an, an engineering marvel. It really is. And when we, if our concern with the goat is that it doesn't see the marketplace, because honestly, our competitors don't want it. That's our concern. You have to buy one bat for the next ten years, maybe, and we're okay with that. You know, believe it or not, uh, if you follow our posts, you'll see that I'm not in this for the money because I turn people away all the time. I don't want douchebag customers. I don't want, you know, I don't need everybody's dollar. Uh, I'm in this because it's really cool, first off, to go to a ball field and and, and see all these people swinging a bat that that you made, you know, with your bare hands practically. So that's what I'm in this for. It's just a really cool thing. So I, I hope that the goat makes it to the ball field 
There's no guarantees, but I hope it does for everybody's sake because it is really, uh, truly the gra- the greatest bat that will probably ever be be made, um, and, and hopefully it gets to the ball fields for everybody to enjoy. You're throwing down the gauntlet. I'm telling you right now. I mean, Daco, he's putting you out there. On on, on. <laughs> you're going to be the front man yeah. weathering. So let's let's be uh, let's be honest. Uh, you know, again, another question comes right now on social media to me. Uh, whatever happened with the Dak City? You know, what what was the final verdict on that? Whatever. What, it's what a U trip bat. It's a U trip well, bat. Did they? I mean, were you guys ever? That's what it says. But it, were you guys ever going to look at you know going into making a, a Daco for ASA? You know, because of where oh, we're at absolutely. now. Absolutely. I've I've given Daco that option. I said Daco just recently. I said we may not ever get a U trip. And I really want to see you get a bat. You know, it, it, the Dak right. City still—it's not off the table, but it's a U trip bat, and he's been pretty steadfast about that. And I totally understand uh, where he's coming from with that. But Dako's got a new project going on, and it, it yep. will be his signature bat. And he could talk about that. Go ahead, right? Yeah. Um, well, that bat is what we call the uh, the DNA. Um, the monster DNA, and that's going to be uh, the 2015 bat that's going to be uh, coming out. And you know that that stands for you know the that's us that that's us at Monster, and you know all all the hard work we've done. That's our DNA. This this is you know all the hard work that has led up to this bat, and this bat you know is going to be very special. You know when when it hits the field, um, you know I haven't been this excited about a bat. You know, when when Carl said, "Hey, I got this new uh, this new technology that we want to put out on the field for 2015," you know, let's go try it out at the field. And I was out there trying it out, and I was literally I I was judying a ball, you know, about 300 feet, and and I was barely swinging, maybe about 60, 70 percent. And the, the trampoline effect and the the exit speed is just very, very unreal. And, and number one, I, I said it's not going to pass. And it, it passed certification, and I, I am very, very, very excited for this. Go ahead, Carl. Uh, I was going to say uh, that I was just going to get to what you said, and it did get through testing. So we're really super excited about this. Um, you know, I, I'm stubborn, um, and I like to do everything myself. I'm a control freak, and I've got to learn. I have learned because of the circus atmosphere we've had over the last year with me trying to do everything I've really screwed up a lot uh, as far as uh, order processing, and I've had poor people. Um, you know, I, I read all the time how great our customer service is, Corey, but the reality of it is when, they, when, when I read that, I can't help but think about those poor people who didn't have that experience because I felt the need to be a control freak and not let people help me and do things. And there are plenty of people out there who have been nice enough to have a bad experience but not go and kill me. On, on the social media, and I appreciate that. For all you guys that, that we cut each other out through email or whatnot, I appreciate you guys holding back and not killing me uh, on the social media because I feel bad about that. But now that I'm, I'm letting loose and, and letting people help me and trusting that they're going to help me, you know, I, we're, I'm starting to let Daco have more of a voice. And he came up with this, this the Monster DNA bat, uh, the, the concept for, you know, the marketing side of it. It's fantastic. I got to see the the mock of it today. I was blown away. It's the best looking bat I've ever seen, and and, and the concept for it is just fantastic. So, 
uh, things are getting better for us, and uh, it's all because I'm learning to let people help me out and see that, hey, look, I'm not the only one who has good ideas. And uh, that's important for growth for us because I, uh, I have got to start trusting the people that I've, I've trusted to help me to actually help me. And Ryan has come up with a home run uh, on the marketing side of this with the with the DNA. It's just a sick bat. And there will be two versions of it, by the way. There will be the – we were going to name one uh, a new bat we're working on, um, BMF, but somebody had mentioned on Facebook that they think that a competitor has a bat called that. So we're going to – even if they don't, and we're not sure. We're just going to throw that aside, and then we're going to have the monster DNA, you know, the LC version. And I will tell you that that LC version is uh, going to be really something else. You know, those of you who were fortunate enough to swing the very first 98, we're going back two years ago, um, we couldn't get it to pass because the shell was uh, just too durable. Well, I finally found a way to get that actual bat through with the new FIB technology. So you're going to see a bat that everybody will absolutely 100% swear cannot be legal, and that's that monster DNA low compression bat. It will blow people's minds that it's legal. Let me yeah. let me ask you a question before we that I I have, and I, and I'm going to make sure that I'm I'm asking. Um, from for our audience as well, the when you talk about Carl the the bat not passing because the shell was too durable, can you elaborate a little bit on that? Of as, I mean, it just sounds like that sounds like an, an oxymoron. Well, this thing's too good and it's going to last forever, so it's not going to pass. Can, I, that's the conception. That's the the perception. Excuse me uh, of what um, you know what may be. So elaborate on that if you will. Great question, Corey, and I, I'm glad you thought of it because we get asked this a lot about this whole certification process. When, the, when, the, when ASA went to the new standard, I read over and over again about, oh, this is a 100-mile-an-hour bat. People kept asking me, was yours 100? I said, no, ours is 98, like everybody else's. No, 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 these other new bats are 100 miles an hour. I said, no, they're not. They're 98. In fact, it's 97.94 is legal. 97.95 is actually illegal because the lab rounds up. So 98 is an illegal point. You cannot have a bat that's 98 miles an hour. It has to be below. So that being said, um, when you send your bat in, the old days, we all remember the, the old really good bats from, you know, 2004, 2006, 2008, the Freaks. Um, um, you know, of course, how can you forget the Easton, you know, the extended and the flex, how good those were. Um, TPS had the uh, the old caddy. That thing was a tank and just got hotter and hotter. There were several really good bats of the day. Those days are over, and here's why. Uh, um, yeah, the ASA has decided to test every bat until it fails. In the olden days, there was a certain number they tested, and – um, once they got to that number, if the bat hadn't exceeded the the standard at the time, it passed. Or if it, you know, if, if it uh, if it broke or didn't go over the standard, it passed. Well, now they realized that the manufacturers got real good at what they were doing and made bats that didn't even break in until after that number. And then you had these really really good bats like the extended and the flex and the caddy and and the freaks and some of the other bats and the worst and stuff. That can't happen anymore because they literally 
roll your bat until one wall touches the next, and if it holds up, you just keep going. So the process is this. ASA takes your bat, and they hold it by the handle in like a vice. They put a cannon about three feet away, and they fire that cannon at 105 miles an hour, and I'll explain why the 105. ASA is deemed the average D tournament ball player has a swing speed of 80 miles an hour. And they decided that since the majority of the people are playing at that level, that's the swing speed they would use to calculate a bat's, uh, you know, uh, ball performance factor or BBS, um, um, batted ball speed. So they take the 80 and they figure the pitch Basically, it comes in about 25 miles an hour, and that's how we get to the 105. So they fire that ball at different spots on the barrel, and they measure the bounce, you know, the trampoline, the exit speed from the bat. And if it doesn't fail, then they roll it. This is the ABI process, the accelerated break-in. And then after they roll it, they do the same thing again. They fire all the balls in the same spots. Well, the test isn't over until the bat breaks. Period, and that's what's different between ASA and USSA. They test it until it breaks, and they keep rolling it. So what happened with my particular bat is um, because the FIB really is what controls the speed of our or of, of our ball, the exit speed of our ball. When they got to a certain point on the 98, it was at 97.6 uh, or 7 miles an hour. They finally got to a point where they rolled it so much and they just keep compressing down. They don't uh, let me explain rolling. It's rolling but it's not really it's really compressing is what it is. They call it a roller but it's really compressing. So they compress the shell over and over and each time they go farther and farther and farther just to accelerate the break in process. Well, they did it to ours. They got to the FIB and they crushed it. And once that FIB got crushed, there was nothing there to basically regulate exit speed, and the thing went way over 100 miles an hour. And so that that's what happened. The shell would not break. They literally damn near touched one wall to the next, uh, and it wouldn't break. And that's that's the first one we put out. We, we got 2,000 swings on those bats, and they didn't break. We just took them apart so we can look at them again. And we never actually broke those bats. Well, I finally figured out a way by changing the FIB to get that bat to, to pass. And it's going to be something else. I'll just say that. It's going to be crazy. Uh, as I said, I don't believe anybody will think that the bat is legal. Yeah. You know, uh, it, it's it's very exciting. I, I bet. I mean, just, you know, you've got a chance to hit it already and, and, and mess around. So I, I better get an invite here so we can do a write-up on it and talk about an upcoming episode. You know, but but Carl, I tell you right now, that is that is an excellent articulated point of to how the process is done in detail, so that these guys actually understand, um, you know, what it takes and and the entire process. Sometimes, you know, there was this myth about oh, a swinging bat it actually it would hit a bat, you know, hit a ball that's stationary, and they measured off of that. Uh, you actually heard it from your, you know, from. From the horse himself, guys. I mean, and take that um, and really digest what you just heard. I mean, you, you know, you're not going to get that often. Uh, awesome, 
I mean, I don't even know what to say to that, Carl. I appreciate you, you know, spending a few minutes on that. So that's a huge, huge topic. So all well, I know no problem, Jack, Corey. I, I better get the invite to check this thing out. You know, we'd like to do some write-ups on the new the new products, the line and whatnot, and, uh, you know, compare them, you know, with what we've got. And we've got other manufacturers starting to work with us now, too, for the show and, and kind of get some items out there. So we're excited. Uh, I'm excited for you guys, I know. So. Well, good. You're you're not far from us, Corey. So we'll make sure you get to come out and and see what we got going on. And uh, we're super super excited about about what Monster's doing. And and we you know there's some things that we do differently that that other companies aren't doing, but they start. And you know one of them is are are basically what people refer to as a lifetime warranty, but that's a little bit misleading. Is uh, you know we don't call them warranties. Warranties are subject to. Um, uh, approval, if you will. You know, we believe if you buy a return on a bat, then you should get a return, and there shouldn't be a time limit on it. You know what I mean? That doesn't sound right. That's yeah. like buying a, a preloaded Visa card, and because you didn't use it before it expired, you just lose your money. That doesn't sound right. So when you buy a bat from us, um, you know, we we thought long and hard about doing this. Bats are composite bats, especially, are can be iffy. And for a new a new manufacturer to put a new bat out there and think that you're going to get people to spend 300 bucks, whether it had a warranty or not, is uh, well, that's just not very realistic in our opinion. So we came up with a, the no return program to where every bat on the website is no return, and you have 30 days to swing that bat. If you really like it, you can go back to our website and add a return, not a warranty, but a return. And that return is good for two years, five years, ten years. If we're still in business, when that bat breaks, you can send it back and we'll give you another one. It's just that simple. So that's one of the things that we have a feeling some of our competitors are going to follow because it just makes sense. If competitors, if you're listening, we spend zero money on a warranty department. We have zero money spent for resources to track down fraud. It's just that simple. When you look at it, the cost of a bat compared to what people are spending to make sure they're not getting defrauded in a, from a warranty standpoint doesn't make any sense. You're better off just giving the bat. It's cheaper. Yeah. So anyway, so look at that. But that's one of the things we're doing, and, and some of the new technologies and whatnot, I think we're going we're gonna, to uh, get some people to look at what we're doing and maybe cause them to, to rethink what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, again, you know, awesome, awesome news, you know, from you heard it first, guys, of, of the – I'm not even going to mimic the sound. It's not like Goat Boy from Saturday Night Live, but, you know, <laughs> what's coming down the pipeline here, you know, from Monster Athletics is going to be pretty friggin' awesome. You know, obviously it's just going to follow in suit, and it seems like each time these guys are, are, are releasing a new product or a new bat, you know, they're raising the bar a little bit higher and a little bit higher and a little bit higher. I know we don't have time to get into the whole, you know, the whole senior bat project that's kind of started out before and just what they were doing there and the durability. We'll have to save that for another show, and we hope that you guys will come back on again, um, you know, for, for another episode. And, and I hope that we'll, we'll definitely kind of coincide that with the, the toe-to-toe softballs uh, right up and review of, of the new product line coming out. So, um, you know, with that being said, you guys, you got a couple more minutes with the floor uh, any shout-outs you want to give? I want you guys to plug again where they can follow you at, you know, on Facebook, uh, Instagram, and Twitter if you have it. I had a couple of tweets come through already. They said they can't find you on Twitter. Do you have a Twitter? Um, probably not. 
I'm assuming so, but we're going to make them get a Twitter, guys, and get it out there. <laughs> we're going to embrace it because everything he does on Facebook can cross right over to Twitter, and he's getting twice the attention with one yep. click of the button. So, you know, we're going to get you up to speed. If you, need a, if you need a little crash course in social media marketing, I'm sure I can help you guys out with that. No charge. Well, maybe a little charge, but we'll, we'll work it out. Um, well, tell, tell, tell them where to follow you guys. Again. Well, we're going to let Daco do Twitter, but he has to promise not to take so many damn selfies. Uh, no. Madonna. Oh, gee, oh, Louise. Yeah. yeah, I had to take all the mirrors out of the shop. <laughs> I know the guy slimming down, slimming down, getting to fighting weight. It seems like, and now he's all Captain Selfie. I mean, although the, the selfie that we did take uh, with uh, with Frankie and and myself and 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 Daco in Vegas, it went missing. But we'll, we'll, we won't even get into that. I don't even want to talk about it. I'm just my feelings are hurt. Um, I was cropped out. I even stood on my tippy toes to be taller than Frankie. Um, but uh, you know, with <laughs> with that being said, guys. Plug it again, Daco. Tell these guys where they can follow you, where they can find you, how they can get in contact with you. Tell them the website. Tell them the phone number. The floor is yours. I'm giving you some free time. Go ahead. Yeah, the uh, the Facebook, again, is uh, Monster Athletics. Um, we have a Facebook page on there. And then, you know, if you like the, like the product, you can go to Monster Militia. We'll add you on there. Um, you know, like you said, I'm going to be making a Twitter. You know, when I go into the shop, I'm going to be doing that. Um on Instagram, um, I'm going to make a Monster Athletics Instagram page, you know, take pictures of, you know, Carl, you know, dancing around the shop, um, making the bat. You know, he does he does have very good dance moves, and, you know, he was a break dancer, so, you know, watching him break dance in the shop is <laughs> definitely kind of funny. Hey, I like and, uh, the, uh, the Instagram I have right now is um, DakCity21, D-A-C-K-C-I-T-Y, 21. Um, I, I try to post pictures, you know, not not as many selfies as, you know, Carl's saying, but, you know, the mirrors broke because, you know, he looked in it one morning. I, I don't know why he would, but. Uh, I thought I remember that guy does sign you. your paycheck. The guy, <laughs> I said, the guy does sign the paycheck, though, so you might want not be too much uh, uh, aggressive <laughs> for him. But, I mean, hell, I'm just saying. But, you know, you guys, you know, let us know as soon as, um, as soon as you get, uh, you know, the Twitter up and running, um, and we'll definitely plug that in for you guys. And, uh, by the way, just so – just I, I had to, and, Carl, you do win this battle. The top four pictures of Ryan Daco, DacCity21 on Instagram's page, are, three of them are selfies. So, yeah, hey, uh, <laughs> I'm not lying. Hey, proof's in the pudding, buddy. <laughs> I, I just oh, did it right absolutely. now. Absolutely. I, I, <laughs> You busted, buddy. Oh, okay. But Matt, Ryan's hey, the only one I know of that can take a selfie of himself swinging the bat. Figure out how to do that. <laughs> it's the GoPro. Oh, it's the man. GoPro with the, at the, not on the uh, end cap there. But, hey, man, what an awesome right. time. You know, we shot the breeze, you know, for an hour and a half. Um, I didn't even take a commercial break. I was just having too much fun. Um, you know, again, thank you so much, you guys, both of you guys, for coming on tonight. I definitely want to have you back. Um, the militia, you got to tell them these guys. I'm re- I'm watching the feeds; they're pissed off because you know the live feed went down. Uh, um, you know, for them it cuts off, but then you know they need to understand the recording. So the recording will be up, guys, as soon as as soon as we push publish, basically. So the link well, will work the same. 
and, and we want to make sure we get the word out so they can talk about the product. I did tease a little bit of the guys in the in the militia forum right now that they got to tune in. They don't. They're going to miss out on what what Carl just dropped the bomb on us in 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 the in studio. So they're, I'm sure they're chomping at the bits for us some to new little fangled uh, creation that, that came out of the laboratory. So, uh, man, again, well, again, thanks so much for coming on. It's been a blast. Um, thanks for plugging Ed again uh, from Tats and Bats, the ASA Southern California C team. So we'll make sure we plug them one more time. Um, yeah, all right. I, mean, your... also, uh, I also <laughs> want to give a shout-out to uh, Josh Mathis. You know, he uh, he pitches his ass off. And, uh, you know, he did tell me in a text, you know, send out a uh, – Send out a warning to you know hitters. Don't go middle on them. So, oh no! <laughs> I, 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 right, did, I didn't get that text, but well, um, you know, uh, you know, Corey, thanks for you know having me and Carl on. You know, it's it's an honor. You know, I, I've known you now for a while in the softball world. You're a great guy. You know, I, I believe, you know, what what you go by and you know how you run your team. You know, and uh, Great team, toe to toe is a great team. They go out, they battle, they play the game also the way it's supposed to be played. And uh, you know, a little teaser, you know, hey, that 2015 DNA guys is gonna be the best. Um, I am really, really excited. If I could right now, I'd swing it. Um, but you know, we're gonna save that, you know, for the 2015 launch, and that's gonna be the bat for you guys. Trust me. Awesome. All right, and I'd like Again. to uh, just take a couple people if I could, uh, real quick, Corey, to take advantage of that. You know, I have I, I couldn't get to where I'm at without help. And I had a lot of people jump in early and stay with me and help me uh, through some crisis times and whatnot. Um, you know, Jason Garden out of Sioux City, Nebraska, uh, came through for us quite a few times, saved our, our bacon when we had some issues with overseas. Ed Blast does all of our graphics. And these guys do this stuff free. You know, they just like us. They're they're just happy to be part of what's going on, and and they've been a, a big part of of our success. And you know, all our, our militia members, but the reps that we have uh, have been fantastic. Um, again, for basically nothing, but um, just the passion for what we're doing. And um, gosh, I hope I don't miss anybody. But Jason and, and Ed have been great through this, uh, with with uh, helping us out and take care of us when we needed it and i really wanted to give a shout out to those guys and there's other people too so guys if i if i i, I miss you don't you know don't get your feelings hurt it's just believe me when you're on the phone in this particular instance you, you're at a loss for words sometimes you can't think of everything but uh so hopefully i didn't hurt anybody's feelings but Corey, this was really fun um we had a, a real good time doing this uh, I really appreciate you uh, giving us the floor, so to speak, so we can talk about what we're doing at Monster. And, and if there's people out there who are just getting uh, wind of us, they, they got a little glimpse at, at what we're doing and what we're about. And those people who maybe had uh, an opinion that wasn't maybe positive, hopefully we've been able to uh, show us show you a little more of us. And we're, we're really down-to-earth guys. We're blue-collar people. We still play ball ourselves. We're on the field a couple of nights a week. Um, so, you know, we're, we're, we're living, um, what we're doing and, uh, we, we appreciate it. And when you'll have us again, we'll come back on. I'm sure Dak will probably want to be on again tomorrow night if you'll let him. So, uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're game for sure. Yeah. It, you know, I'm sure Dak's going to love it when we, uh, when we start to try to go, uh, live video feed in studio for podcasts. So he'll definitely want to get oh, a yeah. little, a little get giddy up going, but, uh, Matt, again, it was awesome having you guys. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you were able to kind of clear the air and some of the stuff that was uh, 
this this predetermined notion of kind of who you are and what you're all about is, um, to a point. And I'm glad we were able to kind of just kind of just vent it and clear it. You know, we're really excited for what you guys are doing. And I say, uh, I'm really I'm hoping that this will transition into the UTSSA and program and what may come down the line. But you know, let's just let's just keep it open mind and hope that it'll keep. Uh, keep something, you know, in the works and, and burning down the pipe, and, and it'll, it'll actually come to fruition here shortly. So, you know, with that being yeah. said, guys, thanks a ton. I appreciate it. The militia's uh, chomping. I know they want to see it and get it. Um, so, you know, again, we'll have you guys on very soon. And, and with that being said, you know, I'd like to let you two guys go, and I'll do my closing bit. All right. All right. Thank you again, Corey. Thanks, Corey. It was a blast. Thanks, and we'll guys. do it again. Take care. For sure. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, guys. You know, in, in closing, you know, we've got, got another another episode that we've done. Uh, you know, thirty plus minutes over, um, but you know, it was important. I really wanted these guys to kind of vent uh, their their side and let them talk a little bit. Uh, you know, and, and and own up to what uh, what sometimes feel they they made mistakes. Um, but it's it was awesome. You know, it was really good to have both of them on there. You know, uh, I've been around the floor enough to share time and space uh, on the field with, with, with Ryan Dacko and, and the guys, the class act uh, on and off the field. Um, you know, just, if you want to ever talk monster, you want to ever just talk softball, that guy's, that guy's, uh, guy's always there to, to chat it up and listen with you. And, and the guy walks the walk and, and plays the game the way it should be. So, you know, and he plays for a great team. A um, couple points of business. You know, if you like what you hear and like tuning in weekly, let us know. It's so important that we actually hear from our listeners. You know, fire us a tweet. Send us an email. You know, send us a message on Facebook. It's important. We want to grow this show um, to, to be something that it's unheard of, you know, kind of an industry. You know, there's some great shows out there that are doing it. You know, they're more of a, you know, softball centers doing their stuff, and they do a great job of what they're doing. Um, you know, Softball 360, and I'm, and I'm plugging them. Because you know they're out there, they're doing it. But I want to do it as a, on a personal level. I want to get involved with what's really out there, and not, you know, be biased by any means, and just say, look, this is this is the facts. We've done it. We're hitting it. This is what we're doing. And 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 we really want to hear from our listeners and our followers. And and I mean, man, today we we blew up again on Facebook, over a hundred and some new followers just on the Facebook fan page alone. We thank you uh, tremendously. It shows support. It's how we try to keep this ball rolling. You know, we, we want to talk a little bit more in the upcoming episodes, really about the mission statement of what toe-to-toe softball is all about and, and, and really what we try to do off the field and really give back to our community. There will be some upcoming uh, issue, and I'm hoping that everything will work out well. As a little teaser here, USSA Today magazine did an article on us, uh, a little interview at Toys for Tots this year in December from Palm Springs, and that's supposed to come out an article uh, or at least a blurb or whatnot in this issue coming out. So we're hoping that to just try to bring some more awareness and to, to actually give back, kind of break the mold of this, pre-dis, this uh, predetermined notion of the Southern California softball players. And, you know, we're trying to do something different. And that's my personal philosophy. Um, you know, we built a hardcore team that's, that's, that's really trying to make its way through the ranks. Um, started as an E-team, you know, a handful of years ago, worked our way up. You know, play the game the right way, play the game respectfully, play the game clean, uh, and, and then the dividends will happen. Um, but, you know, to do that with my organization and what we're trying to do is to be back, um, you know, off the field 
and, and give back to the community as well. Um, you know, we volunteer for the National Kidney Foundation. We volunteer at Children's Hospital of Orange County. You know, we give back to these communities, um, you know, around here, whatever needs to be done. We volunteer at the local schools for, uh, you know, whether it be an athletics volunteer, whether it be, a, you know, someone to work a, a booth, whatever it needs to be done, we will do that. And that's something that I, I'm big on to give back to the community. So I kind of wanted to share that um, you know, with our audience and listeners and, and, and a little bit of, you know, caveat to those that don't really know who I am and what I'm about. It's important that I kind of share that with you. And I'll, 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 I'm not really good at always talking about myself or what we're trying to do, but, you know, we'll, 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 we'll do our best to, or I'll do my best to um, give a little 15-minute, you know, segment on one of these upcoming episodes so you get an idea of really what we're trying to do. Um, it's, it's so important um, to kind of share that, you know, with you guys and, and kind of what we're doing and, and really where I see uh, our our team and our mission uh, in the upcoming years. And, and we can't do that without your guys' support, uh, without your guys', you know, acknowledgments, comments, again, tweets, everything, all that matters. That's the only uh, substance that we have to continue what we're doing because um, obviously we don't have a, a major sponsor. We don't have any major backing. We do everything out of our own pockets. So we're hoping that this will actually pay into something in the very near future. And, 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 and all we can do is try and try to do everything we can the best possible way we can at the utmost respect. So, you know, in closing, we appreciate you guys tuning in so, so much. It means the world to me. I, I never thought again in a million years I'd be sitting here hosting a radio show, a weekly radio show, talking the game of softball and just enjoying what we do. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at toe-to-toe softball. That's at T-O-E, the number two T-O-E softball, all spelled out. You can also follow us on Facebook, just facebook.com forward slash T-2-T softball. You can email us. That's another great way. I am, you know, always on the go with this thing. I get back to my listeners and followers right away. Email us at toe-to-toe softball at gmail.com, all spelled out. Uh, we will be launching toe-to-toe-softball.com. Uh, shortly, it will have some pictures, bios, uh, write-ups, kind of a schedule of what we're doing, accomplishments, uh, player highlights and whatnot. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just having a blast, man. I appreciate everything you guys do and the messages. I love, uh, love chatting with it up and the softball. I um, want to give a couple of shout-outs to Softball Magazine. Uh, from Facebook, those guys have, you know, continuously support us when we're putting out publicity things. You know, they're 40, 42,000 followers strong approximately, and that's huge numbers for us to be views and clicks and, and kind of grow it. Um, I want to thank, obviously, Carl and Ryan Dacko from Monster Athletics, um, you know, for coming on the show tonight and, and being supportive and sharing some of their insight and kind of breaking some of those preconceived notions of, of the product itself and what it's about. Um, I want to thank our, one of our sponsors, Premier Athletics, for always keeping us looking sharp and looking fresh. If you guys need some uniforms, if you need um, some dry fits for your league night, you need some uh, new shorts or hats or whatever it may be, let us know. We will personally put you in contact with the right person at Premier Athletics to get you guys set up. Um, they've been making us look fresh and clean uh, for the last three years, and we want to continue that going. Um, again, if you'd like to partner with us, to market, to sponsor, to, you know, uh, be a business partner, let us know. Get at me. 
Um, again, you can email me, TOE, the number two, TOE softball at gmail.com. We'd love to look for new business partners and ventures and ways to uh, highlight and showcase your business and partnership uh, for the future and, and, and what we can do to help. Uh, again, we'd love to kind of grow this show. If you'd like to have a commercial segment, we'd let you know about it. We appreciate everything you do. Thanks, you guys, so much for tuning in. Next week's going to be awesome. We're going to have a recap of the 2014 Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame duel that's actually going on. Starts tomorrow morning in Florida. The two two um, tournaments in one starts Thursday morning. I think first game, first pitch is thrown at like nine in the morning. There's like 41 teams there. If you're in conference or going to try to make a World Series final, that's where you're going to be this weekend. Uh, so we're hoping to have a couple of big name guests. Uh, in the upcoming weeks, we've got one slated for next week, and we're not going to tell you uh, who it is just yet. You'll want to tune in for that. We're going to have a good little recap of the events and how everything kind of played out down there. So follow us next week. Until then, toe-to-toe softball. We'll catch you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Imagine Dragons. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get access to over 50 million songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.